last Sunday, or was it two Sundays ago, whenever Jacques preached, he so powerfully unpacked that concept of open doors. And he reminded us, you'll remember that in the Jewish calendar, it's the year of the open door from September to, through to the September this year. And it's the year to five, seven, eight, four, the year of open doors. And it's not just that we, oh, let's take what's in the Jewish calendar. No, God has been speaking powerfully to us, to other churches in the city, and in fact, through many other nations. Like I've picked it up on posts, on Google Media, that actually the same thing. Like, wow, God is speaking this to his bride all over. It's the year of open doors. It's that time to rise and shine. Um, and it's so exciting. And so building on what Jacques shared, I just we're feeling that we want to in particular reflect and focus on an aspect that he obviously touched on as well. Being open doorways ourselves. Being those living doors, each one of us. Being those portals of heaven. And I believe God is saying to us today, from my journal, it all starts in your heart and in my heart and in your surrendered life, in my surrendered life. And I believe he's saying to us, I want you and your whole heart and your whole life to be an open, living doorway of my presence. That's where it begins. And we were feeling, as we prayed at the beginning of the year, that God is saying whatever we plan, whatever we set into motion in our community, whatever is planned and done has to always start with what the Holy Spirit is doing in our heart. Not what is a good idea, not even necessarily what's worked for many, many others, but what is he saying in our hearts? What is the Spirit doing and prompting us to do in our hearts. This is where it begins, friend. It's not like the river pours and then we just kind of dash in and out, get refreshed. It starts here. That is his plan for releasing and unleashing, I even want to say, the revival that he wants to bring everywhere. It's through us. We're the living doorways. That's what he destined for us. That's what he wants us to be. And it's an incredible destiny. He certainly, I feel with all my heart, and that's come through also in Jacques' preach, that he is opening up many diverse doors of opportunity. There's no doubt. For you, for me, for cities all over, for three believers into our nation and beyond into the nations of the world. And I believe each one of us is excited as we hear the Spirit about the new places he's got for us to move into the new seasons in our lives, the new opportunities, um, perhaps new career opportunities, perhaps in relationships, people we're going to connect with, we're going to see amazing things in relationships, perhaps that we've never been able to even trust for before, new ministry, many things that he wants to release us into because we know he wants to bring revival through us, in us, in us, first of all, and through us into our homes, our families, our marriages, our communities, 
wherever our spheres of influence are, and into the cities, into the nation. Believe that with all my heart. But you know what we're like as human beings? We get excited about all the things that possibilities, and we want to sort of charge into them. Um, some of us perhaps are a little bit more reticent, but we see and we're like, oh, there's it all there. Oh, could do this. Oh, and um, sometimes we might end up just charging forward without waiting on the Lord for his, for his yes and for his leading. And, um, and so I sense the Lord saying us, just reminding us, cautioning us even, not to rely on, first of all, self-effort, because like, oh, yes, I must, I must go for it more. It's a rise and shine. So let me just try my best. Let me just go for it. Let me just jump through more hoops, climb up more parts of the ladder, because I want to learn, I want to do, I want to be, I want to just explode. And he's saying, just, I'm just cautioning you, just reminding you, not self-effort, not trying harder, just through my spirit, not by might, not by other power, but through the power of his spirit. Not our wisdom, his, not our timing or our ways. We can do his will, but if it's not his way, his timing, his way, to lean into him completely, to surrender to him, to surrender to him is to lean into him. Every way, in every way in our lives, not just this is my spiritual box, no, in every way, when you go to work, when you're interacting with the kids, you know, wherever, whatever, every way to lean into him, to respond to the promptings of his spirit, even the redirecting of his spirit, the tweaks, the Holy Spirit's nudging, prompting. Sensitive inner ears and eyes, every detail of our lives. Full surrender. His will, his ways. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, all your ways, not just your churchy ways, what you think is your spiritual ways, all your ways, acknowledge him, know him, understand him, hear him, see him, follow him by his power. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths, the right doors in front of you. You yourself, that living door. It's so beautiful, so beautiful. He wants to fling doors open wide, doors of cities, doors of nations. So exciting, especially sometimes when we feel stuck in situations perhaps where we are, in this place, in this time, in our nation. But he wants to fling open those doors through his spirit, through his reviving power. Not just only political solutions and other NGOs or efforts, of course, using that, but by his power, according to his plans. Doors of revival. We've used that word for so long. Don't let's let go of it. That's what he wants to do. But he's calling us first and foremost 
to be the living doorways. And we can, we can sometimes kind of bypass that quickly. Sometimes it's the most, it's definitely the most pertinent, but it can seem actually the most challenging sometimes. So let's open our hearts. Let's just open our hearts to that today. Picture it, yourself a living doorway, a portal of heaven. See the heavenly, sense it, coming right through you, not just stopping here in you, but going right through you, changing your whole inner life, your whole outer life, flowing out to others so they can taste and see and be hungry for what you represent the one who's the living door, who you're leading them to. Revival poured out through you, the life of Jesus poured out through you. And I want us to visualize the cross. Jesus, the cross. The one who said, I am the door. King James Version. Later translations, I'm the gateway. He's the door, bridging the gap between the Father and and us, the salvation. He said, I'm the only, I'm the way, the truth, the life, the door. He bridged that gap. He's the way to salvation, healing, deliverance, transformation. And his arms stretched out, open on the cross, inviting all open to the world. God so loved the world. Picture Jesus, the perfect work on the cross, the door. As living doorways, we represent the door. And not just symbolically represent. We have the door, the living Jesus, living inside of us. That is why we can be the living doorways because we have the spirit of the door living right inside of us and as those doorways we are saying look see taste receive this is Jesus so that people can taste they can see they can hunger they can thirst for that river of life pouring out from within us this is Jesus this is what he offers you come 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 Open arms, open hearts. And I want us to pause here and say, Sila, if you want to be publicly correct, pause. Even now, assume that position, maybe even with your hands. Sometimes our bodies really help us. Open your, open your life, open your heart. And say, Jesus, even in this moment, I want to make an inner response. We invite you, Holy Spirit, I invite you, each one of us personalize. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill me once again. Fill me. I surrender all those tattered garments of my life. I surrender to you. Fill me every nook and cranny of my innermost being, of my heart, of my life. 
Your water of life tastes so good. I want to drink right now more. More Holy Spirit, come. Let's be aware of his presence with us right now. Receive. Receive. Let it saturate you. Fill you. On the inside, the outside. He's within you. Receive. Receive. And drink, drink deep of his new wine, of his living water. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Infuse us with your empowering, your supernatural anointing, the glow of your radiance, light just pouring out of the open doorway of our lives, water flowing, that river of life bubbling up from our innermost being, flowing outward, the new wine for all to drink who are hungry because it is from you, Jesus, and we are those inviting with open arms those to come, come and receive of your life. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I sense that the two aspects the Lord wants to touch on, two questions, if you like, that he wants us to consider. And the first one is, for me, for you, are you a door slammer or a door opener? In your own life and in the lives of others. First of all, in your own life. What makes you close doors? Let's just ponder. A few suggestions, maybe self-protection. Self-protection against hurts. Incurred in the past, possibly incurred now, or maybe even just fear of that in the future. Perhaps offense taken. I'm not, not going to do that again. I'm not going to open myself to that again, to that rejection, to that insult, to that hurt, to that offense. Close that door. There could be many, many things. Let the Holy Spirit pinpoint that for you. Might be a number of things. Maybe you can think of one. Usually it comes out of a motivation of yeah, fear and wanting to protect. But God is saying, trust me. Just open, open, open. I will protect your heart. Don't fear. And then... Others slamming the doors. Self-righteous attitude. I'm okay, Jack. You know what? You've got some things to sort out. <laughs> You're wrong. That behavior is not okay. That's not a Christian response. Did I condemning, judging, shutting out, slamming doors because of our own judgment and criticism? And that self-righteous attitude, I believe God's just saying, let that go, my friend. That's just, 
That's not, an, that's not a living open doorway. It's just, you don't need that. Just let that go. It's not from me. Because he's calling all. Let's be those who open doors of love. Think of, picture, keep picturing the open arms of Jesus on the cross. Open your heart. Have open arms as you live. There's that beautiful passage in Isaiah where other passages too where he says, I draw people to repentance with cords of love. Where he says in Hosea, I lean down, I bend down. Teach them to walk. I bend down to feed them. I pick them up, hold them to my cheek. I kiss. Your judgment's not going to draw people any closer to God. It's those open arms of love, right? That's what does it. And actually, it's in the context in Hosea 11 of Israel being like a prostitute and just completely turning away from God, being like completely sinful. So I just believe he's inviting us. Do you want to live a full life today? Be a living doorway, arms outstretched in love, inviting people to come through the door, the door of your life to Jesus. That's what it's pointing to. Not to you, not to your ego, not to yourself, but to him who lives inside us. It's so powerful. So I even want you to see just for a moment, there's so much that we can go home and do more of this, even with assistance of the word or whatever. But the imagine, let's visualize by faith. It's actually eyes of faith. It's not just like, oh, let me fantasize. It's eyes of faith. We see ourselves. See yourself for a moment praying for people who are so hungry for Jesus and they're just like, give it to me, give it to me. Salvation. I want to just walk through that door. I want to receive. I want to receive. Picture healing, releasing and praying for healing and seeing people healed. Instantly healed or process of healing just picture it, see it happening through you deliverance people delivered from things that have held them captive because you've said come, come he loves you, come, he's going to set you free transformation of lives and you might have seen this already but more, we want more and then you might have even received some disappointments and you're like, actually, I don't want to go there again. It's too disappointing. Too hurtful, even for the person I prayed for because I didn't get healed or said, no, Jesus, just let that go. I'm going to do things. Trust me. Open your heart to more. And um, yeah, in conclusion, when you face impossibilities and you feel like, there's something stuck in the doorway of your life, like an obstacle stuck. And it, you just don't feel like it's possible for that thing to move. It's blocking things. It's just blocking you. It's blocking your heart. It's blocking the doorway of your life. Perhaps it's your ill health. Perhaps it's how old you are or you feel too young or you feel your life is too busy or the demands are just too great. You feel you don't have the strength or you don't have the energy or you just feel like you're not confident enough or you just have financial restrictions in terms of what God is calling you to or whatever. And I believe he's just 
wants to say to us today, the obstacle is the best place to encounter the Lord Jesus. He's the door who said, I will make a way through with my glory and my power. He's the God of the angel armies. Do you remember how he parted the Red Sea? He is the way maker. A sea is pretty intimidating. He can do it. do it. He did it. He can do it in your life, whatever your sea of impossibility is. He's the way maker. He's the miracle worker. And I um, actually wrote this down. The door maker, the door opener, the way maker, the door opener, who makes a way where there is no way, who removes mountains, who works miracles of transformation. Picture. Just choose an obstacle that you have sensed and picture that. Imagine that being removed, even if you think it's impossible. Imagine that being removed and what it, that would feel like, what that would be like, what that would free you into. Just before I started talking, because you were saying, let there be freedom, freedom in this place, even freedom in our minds, our minds are set, they're wired into certain patterns of thinking. And sometimes as we get to a place, it's just like stuck, no funds, stuck, no energy, stuck, no confidence, whatever it is. I'm not a speaker or I'm not a worshiper in a music group, whatever it is. Or I couldn't do that career, I'm not bright enough. Or, you know, whatever it is, Jesus is just saying, I want to rewire your thinking today. I want to rewire even the way you're feeling about yourself. And so I want to um, just end with the most powerful, powerful call. I, I just believe it's a prophetic word that God's given me. We've been hopeless, deflated, maybe just even too exhausted trying to recover to actually really feel like we can move forward. And it's come through before. It's come through the last week since the beginning of the year. But I believe Jesus is saying to us today, wake up. Wake up. It's time to wake up. Um, he wants to wake us up. And I hear in my head the eagles calling. It's like there was a prophetic word towards the end of last year from somebody actually from, where does she live? I think she lives in Shanghai. Anyway, she, Christy, she said, it's time for the eagles to fly. They're no longer little chicks in the nest. It's time for the eagles to fly. And we've been sensing that. There's a new wind blowing. The eagles are, are fluttering their wings. And he's saying, it's time for the eagles to fly. And there's this African sound to it. Because I, when I hear it in my spirit, I hear a fish eagle crying. Ah, that beautiful sound. I just love that. Ooh, gives me a goose flesh. The sound of the fish eagles crying. And God saying, look. Look, open your eyes. The river is flowing. The gates of your heart and mind need to be open. The river is flowing. And I want the river to flow into you and through you. You are a living doorway. You're a living gateway. You're an open portal of heavenly downloads of the Spirit. Receive, receive. The river is flowing. Let the eagle, let the sound of my voice be like an eagle crying. Rise up, rise up, rise up. 
let that river flow through your veins, through your mind, through your heart, through your life, into the nation, into the city, into the community, into the nation. So Holy Spirit, we invite you today to come to be that river filling us, overflowing, overflowing through us. We want to become those living doorways, those living gateways, those portals of heaven. We lean into you. We surrender to you. We give our lives to you. We love you. Would you flow through our hearts, through our souls, even through our bodies in a new way? We want to be your hands, your feet, into our communities, our city, our nation. Transform each one of us into living doorways. And Psalm 24, verse 7, so powerful. In the King James, it's lift up your heads, you gates, but I love the way the free translation of the Passion translate that. Wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you ageless doors of destiny, destiny planned from before you were born. Wake up, you living gateways. Welcome, the King of glory, for he is about to come through you. Not just he's about to come. He's about to come through you. You ask, who is this king, this glory king? The Lord, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, invincible in every way. No impossibilities. Invincible in every way. God of the angel armies, glorious, mighty God, come through us. Wake up, you living gateways, you living doors. And Lynn is going to sing a song now with the worship team that the, Spirit, the Holy Spirit gave her. One night we were praying in a lounge and the Holy Spirit birthed the song in her. It's the most beautiful song. Receive, receive, friends. Open up your hearts as she sings about this beautiful fountain, pumping, spurting, gushing with the water of life. Be, Lord, we want to be those living, living doorways. Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you.